Do you ever find that you're going through your day and you're busy, but everything is still good, and then all of a sudden everything stops and it is debilitating overwhelm that you just can't shake? You are not alone. Um, We have one of our Facebook community members recently asked for a suggestion on how to break through debilitating overwhelm that just hits randomly. And this type of overwhelm can totally catch us off guard and really throw us into a spiral or just hunkering down on the couch for days. So in today's episode, we're actually going to cover five tips that I would recommend to prevent these overwhelming moments. Are you ready to stop the chaos, the stress, the overwhelm that's filling your life? I'm Renee Matt, and together you and I are going to build simple routines that are going to change your life. When you put these habits into practice, you're going to be able to organize your life in a way where you can be there for your family, pay off your debt, save money, your house can stay organized, you don't have to stress about what's for dinner, and you still get time for yourself. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the Routine Advantage Podcast. Now, I know this question came because I know this um, this lady that had asked, I know she is a mother, and while I'm not a mother, I have definitely experienced this. Um, and for, for those of you that don't know kind of my background, I am the third oldest of 11 children, and I have a large number of nieces and nephews. So I am no stranger to kids and large families and chaos. Um, So that I completely understand. And while I don't have the busyness of motherhood, I do keep myself extremely busy in other ways. And I do experience the same type of thing, or I haven't recently, but I used to. And so I um, I have a full-time job and I have a side business. I do network marketing and I actually sell a makeup that I absolutely love. Everything is in one palette and I just want to share it with every woman out there. Um, so I have been doing that for three years and I'm also doing the podcasting and growing this business. And the before I got uh, the job that I'm in now, I actually worked in a different position where I was in several different positions. So I was working multiple different roles at that organization. And some of them were part-time roles originally, each one. And then some of them were full-time roles that kind of just rolled into my role. And it was, I was doing, I believe it was five different positions at the same time by the time I left. And it was during COVID. So it was an insanely busy year. And I swear, like I, I was a different person at the end of that year. And I'm pretty sure I lost my eyesight because I was staring at a screen so much for a full year. But I, during that year, especially, I was constantly go, 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 go. And then all of a sudden, like, I just couldn't go anymore. And I, I would just shut down. And so even though I don't have the experience in the motherhood side of things. I completely relate to getting the debilitating overwhelm where you it just hits you like a ton of bricks and you just can't do anything. So I want to share some things because um, in, in the Facebook community, 
Michelle had asked for suggestions on breaking through debilitating overwhelm that hits randomly. And I want to repeat some of the suggestions I shared with her in the group, um, but I want to share it here on the podcast because I feel like I can expand a little bit more on those tips. So there are five suggestions that I'm going to share with you today. And the first one is to pause. And when you start feeling overwhelmed, the last thing you want to do is stop and assess because when you're feeling overwhelmed, a lot of times it's because you feel behind. So if you stop, you feel like you're going to fall even more behind. So you just have to keep going and keep going and keep going. Or you get to the point where you can't keep going and you're like, you're, you, your body just physically does not let you. So there's two different sides of it. But either way, I want you to stop and I want you to pause and I want you to sit down and close your eyes if you need to. Take several slow and deep breaths and then grab a pen and paper because we're going to go into the second tip and I want you to write. Now, you don't have to call it journaling. It doesn't have to be a specific journal. You can grab a scrap piece of paper if you want to. Grab the back of an envelope if you have a pile of mail sitting there. Whatever you have, I want you to just sit down and write and brain dump whatever you want to call it. But if you're not sure what to write, just say a prayer and ask for the words to know what your next steps are and set your timer for 10 minutes and then just start writing. And you can ask yourself why you're feeling overwhelmed and just start writing everything that comes to mind. And then ask yourself, why are they important to you? And then write everything that comes to mind. And then you also want to ask you, are they actually important or can you let them go? And this process might feel really weird in the beginning, especially if you're not used to doing it. But when you are setting the timer, do not let yourself stop writing for that 10 minutes because eventually when you just keep writing and keep writing and keep writing and you don't let yourself quit, it's eventually going to break through the awkwardness And just start flowing. And that will allow you to just get all of your frustrations, all of your worries, all of your concerns just out onto paper so you can really see what is happening in your brain. And then you can start to pick out, okay, these are the important things or these are things that I don't need to be worrying about and I can let these go. And that is a really cool exercise, especially when you're feeling overwhelmed, but really you can do this at any point in your in your life. <laughs> like you can do that anytime. And then number three is to ask for help. This could be asking your husband for some extra support on things that you typically do, but see if he will help you do some of those tasks and let him know how you're feeling. Maybe it's asking your kids to take on some extra chores. Maybe if you have kids, maybe it's asking a friend or your sister or your mom if they can take the kids for a day and give you time to just catch your breath and do some things for you. And then it might also mean saying no more often. 
And this can be really difficult, especially if we are people pleasers or even if we genuinely want to do the things that people are asking of us, whether it's our time or a task that they want us to do, anything like that. If we genuinely want to do it for somebody, it's really hard to say no. But if we can't fit it into our schedules or if we can't do it in the time that is not going to overwhelm us, we have to say no or we have to find something else to say no to in order to make time for it. And it's also hard if we're the type of person that has a fear of missing out. I struggle with this one. I I want to be around the fun stuff. I want to spend time with my family and I have a really hard time saying no if somebody asks me to do something because I do want to do it and I want to spend the time doing it. But I have to understand too that I can't please everybody and that's including myself. So there are times where I have to say no. And it does get a little more comfortable as you get used to saying it. But if you're not used to saying no, then it's going to take some time, but you can do it. And people will understand. And if they don't, explain it to them. And if they still don't understand, then that just has to be okay. (laughs) Because if you are hitting the debilitating overwhelm, then you can't keep saying yes to certain things. And the number four tip is to create your daily schedule template. So I want you to write out your current day. So you're probably going to need several pieces of paper when you're hitting this point in your life and you're coming back to this episode because I take you through some exercises here with a lot of paper apparently. But I want you to write out your current day, what is happening, and write down every little thing you can think of that you're doing in a day and try and put it in chronological order of when you're doing it. So think back if your day is happening right now and it is completely overwhelming to you, start at the beginning of when you got up, write down the time you got up, how you woke up, what the situation was, what was happening when you got out of bed, all these things and go through your entire day. And then on a different piece of paper, I want you to write out your ideal day. If your day could flow exactly how you wanted it to, how would it flow? And then write that out. And then once you're done doing that, I want you to put them side by side and look at what is happening now versus what your ideal day looks like. And then start looking at how you can figure out how to make small changes to get your actual day to more closely resemble your ideal day. So maybe this is a third sheet of paper to create your mashed together (laughs) ideal day and current day. And then this will become your daily schedule template. And then each night, look at this template. Or if if you have to do it in the morning during your morning routine, you could do that too. But sometimes, especially if you have kids, it might be easier to do it the night before when they go to bed and you can sit and look at your day ahead and review that template. And then make adjustments as they need to. So look at your appointments or your meetings or if, you know, kids have after school activities, anything like that, and just adjust things as they need to. 
But what you want to be cognizant of is that if you're making adjustments, then other things are going to have to shift as well. And when that happens, you need to really look at what can actually fit into the time that you have in your day. Because if you're starting to shift things and all of a sudden things are getting so crammed that you can't actually fit all the things in the day that you were originally intending to because you have other appointments that are coming in to that particular day, then you need to let some things go or you need to reschedule them a different day. Because if we are trying to cram them in, into time that we don't have, we're automatically setting ourselves up for failure because we cannot do all the things that we need to do if we don't have the time to do them. And it's really hard doing this because we're so used to wanting to do it all and we just keep piling on our lists until we get to the point where we just can't take it anymore. So it's really important that when you're making these shifts to be able to look and see what you need to let go of and what you need to keep. And that's why this is a really good practice to have to always be reviewing this the night before. I actually have a practice of doing it the week before and I look ahead at all of the different um, days in the week ahead and I adjust for each day throughout that week so that when I hit Monday morning, I know exactly what I'm doing, but I still review it for each day the day prior. So even though I've done it for the whole week, the night before or the day before, I usually do it um, more in the afternoon, but I look ahead at the following day and I just make sure that I'm on the same page and then I also kind of refresh my memory so I know what I'm going into the next day. And then number five is to listen to the podcast. And this is not just a plug for the podcast. That's not what I'm intending to do here. I I created the podcast to help with situations like this because I know exactly how much it has changed my life to organize these five foundational routines. And those are the first routines that I talk about. It's it's the acronym FIRST. And by doing those five routines, you can create five simple routines for those five big areas. So when you go back and listen to episodes three, four, five, six, and seven, so that's five episodes, each episode is dedicated to one of those five routines. But once you listen to those, you can set up those five routines for yourself so that you can get organized and you have a go-to simple routine that is quick and easy that you will be able to repeat over and over, that you will have a routine for your personal time, your meal plans, your cleaning your house, getting your exercise in, and even taking control of your budget and your money and paying your bills on time. All of those things are inside of these five routines. And when you get those organized, the rest of your life and your the demands on your time and your mental energy they decrease significantly. I cannot tell you how much of a difference it makes to just have a go-to routine for each of those five areas. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, 
this might be a really good way to go back and organize these five areas. And that is going to be a huge help to give you a starting point to be able to not run into these overwhelming days that just get you stuck. So to recap those five steps, number one is pause. Number two is write. Three is ask for help. Four is to create your daily schedule template. And number five is to listen to episodes three through seven and create those five first routines. So I hope that helps you. If you have a question for me or if you want my suggestion on something, I am happy to share. I would love to hear from you. I would love to help you in any way I can. And you can do it a couple of different ways. You can go into the Facebook community and leave your question for me in there. You can go to facebook.com slash groups slash the routine advantage community. Or you can go to yourorganizedlifeblueprint.com, scroll all the way to the bottom, and there is a speak pipe message. There's a little orange button and it kind of looks like an ad at the bottom of the page. You just scroll all the way to the bottom, but there's a little button that asks you to leave a voicemail and you just click it and you can record your voice on any device, whether you're on a computer or a phone or whatever you are on. And you basically just leave me a voicemail and it will record your voice. You can ask me a question. You can leave a testimony in there and then I can actually answer you right on the show. So that is a good way. Or I can email you if you prefer not to be on uh, on the show. That is a really great way to contact me or ask me any questions if you want to go to either one of those. And I will respond to you and answer your question in a future episode. Did you love that episode or learn something useful? If so, would you do me a huge favor? My goal is to grow this podcast and help as many women as I can break free from the overwhelm so they can truly enjoy their life. The best way for me to do this is for you to leave a five-star written review on your podcast app and to share this episode with a friend or in your Instagram stories. I appreciate you being here. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you on the next episode. Take care.